Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Transformational Tuesday, February 6, 2024, coming to you this afternoon on the Afternoon Rush. I've got all of your updates in one place, including uh, my court case. Will it be canceled? Is it canceled? It might be canceled as we're recording this. We don't know. Also, the FBI uh, has called Scottsdale Police, and my name has been mentioned. I'm not saying this as a point of pride. What an absolute wild year it has been from covering a hoax paternity scandal to being mentioned by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And we've got that audio for you. I'm going to share that plus Super Bowl updates. Travis Kelsey commenting on his Bo Taylor Swift. We've got some comments on who were, hey, should we do a bracket here? Who's going to win? Should we uh, do a little bet? My hope is I'm rooting for the 49ers. I'm basically rooting for anybody but the Kansas City Chiefs. While I would be happy to see Travis Kelsey smooching with Taylor Swift after the game, I don't want uh, Patrick Mahomes to win another Super Bowl. That's just the jaded and bitter Patriots fan inside of me. And we'll have some other news today. Let's start off with a throwback. This was posted here on the Bachelor Reddit. Very interesting. This is Jed Wyatt uh, serenading Miss Hannah Brown from a few years back. Have a listen. Be your Mr. Right, girl. I'll be your Mr. Right, girl. Oh, damn. I'll be your Mr. Right. Jed came out with a guitar. It was all over. Jed is Mr. Right. It was just like, girl. can't do better than that. That is Mr. I. Yeah. So there it is. That's Jed Wyatt. And, you know, he it will be a future guest on Driving with Dave. I've got Jed lined up. I've also got good word that Danielle Maltby wants to be a guest. We've reached out to her. And that's right. Breaking news. Just received confirmation. Christina Mandrell, daughter of the Mandrell sisters, is going to introduce me into Nashville's country music lore with her and a chat with Brady. In. Of course, they got engaged ceremoniously, might I add, on this uh, Golden Bachelor wedding just weeks ago. And it would be their first, I think, duo interview if I could land that this week. So we'll have to see how that goes. Well, in sad news, pour one out for Toby Keith. Uh, Toby Keith has passed away. Uh, we've got the full story right here. Toby Keith dead at 62 after stomach cancer diagnosis. The iconic country music singer has died after a battle with stomach cancer. Toby Keith passed away Monday night while surrounded by his family, according to a statement posted to his Facebook page. It says, Toby Keith passed peacefully last night on February 5th, surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Please respect the privacy of his family at this time. He had previously posted last fall I was diagnosed with stomach cancer. I've spent the last six months receiving chemo, radiation, and surgery. So far, so good. I need time to breathe, recover, and relax. I'm looking forward to spending this time with my family, but I will see the fans sooner than later. I can't wait. Signed, 
That was June of 2022. Keith was one of the biggest names in country music and throughout his three-decade career, he released 24 studio and compilation albums and two Christmas records, generating $40 million in worldwide music sales. Toby Keith also produced 61 tracks that appeared on the Billboard Hot Country Songs, with 20 of them hitting number one and 22 others landing in the top 10. Some of his most recognizable tunes were Who's Your Daddy, Made in America, Should have been a cowboy as good as i once was and beer for my horses a 2005 duet with willie nelson born in oklahoma toby keith landed his first record deal in 1993 after being employed as a rodeo hand a roughneck and playing semi-professional football he worked around the clock once telling former tv news anchor dan rather i didn't take many vacations the first 20 years of my adult life well He's uh, a staple in the country music scene, not soon forgotten. And here's his speech from the People's Choice Awards, where he took home the Country Music Icon Award uh, in 2023. I bet, bet y'all never thought you'd see me in skinny jeans. I want to thank the Almighty for uh, allowing me to be here tonight. He's been riding shotgun with me for a little while. Uh, I want to thank my beautiful families here. A lot of people go in and making a big career like this of 30 years. My manager, T.K. Kimbrell, Kurt Motley, uh, Brian O'Connell, Elaine Shock, uh, the band and the crew, and, and everybody that's all behind this thing. All the great musicians that have played on uh, all of these albums in the studios. They've uh, poured their heart and soul into what I do. And most of all, I want to thank the fans for still allowing us to do what we do. So. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Gone but not soon forgotten. That's Toby Keith, dead at 62. Jussie Smollett in the news appeals to Illinois Supreme Court said, I had a deal and prosecutors screwed me over. He's telling the Illinois Supreme Court, a deal's a deal, specifically the deal prosecutors made when they dismissed the first indictment for faking an attack. So he should never have been charged and prosecuted a second time. Justice Smollett just filed legal docs with the highest court in the land of Lincoln, claiming after he was first indicted by a Cook County grand jury, the state's attorney offered him a deal. Do community service, forfeit his bond to the city of Chicago, and the the case would not be prosecuted. Now, of course, that deal got a ton of scrutiny from people saying, no, the guy can't lie about an attack, use a race war and make a whole situation. And, and you know, just for his own fame and fortune with this, we can't let this happen. So anyway, Jussie points to the prosecutor who said, after reviewing the facts and circumstances of the case, including Mr. Smollett's volunteer service in the community in agreement to forfeit his bond to the city of Chicago, the state's motion in regards to the indictment is to null pros, not prosecute. The prosecutor added, we believe this outcome is a just disposition and appropriate resolution to the case, which I completely disagree with. You know, a lot of money was spent, um, you know, and, and I think a lot of people, you know, it's, it's tough, right? It's tough for the prosecutors to know what side they want to be on. You have cases that happen where there's, you know, an unfortunate shooting of an unarmed person, and then you'll find out the prosecutors aren't. And again, of course, in that case, you would expect prosecutors to come after whoever did the firing, the, you know, shooting a gun. But you'll find out that there'll be riots because the prosecutors don't do something. And in this case, they were letting Jussie off. And then everyone's like, um, no, hello. So when it comes down to it, it's just like, do your job. How, how do they mess this up? 
up so much. Either way, we'll cover this story if there's any announcements coming forward from the Jesse Smollett appeals. Well, Patrick Mahomes is preparing for the Super Bowl, but his dad really stunk it up with his third DUI, um, driving with an opening container in Texas. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did comment on it as they, I think they have like random press days leading up to the Super Bowl. Here's what Patrick Mahomes had to say. Yeah, um, he's doing good. Uh, I haven't... We don't really want to get into it too much, but um, um, he's doing good for, for whatever the, the situation is. What? I can't say that one more time. Um, it's a family matter, so I'll just keep it to the family, um, and that's all I really have to say at this point. I say this: he's lucky that it's a family matter. Of course, if uh, you hit somebody driving under the influence, it's no longer a family matter. Uh, but of course, uh, by the grace of God, uh, he, you know, with his third driving uh, dr uh, driving while impaired charge, he uh, uh, was pulled over, and I guess uh, no one else was endangered. All right. Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, of course, Travis. Kelsey is front and center and Taylor Swift played some of uh, her music, her new album for him. I mean, maybe that's why Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. He gets access to the new album before anybody else does. And that's not all he has access to. Let's get access to Travis as we hear what he has to say about his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. She's definitely brought a lot of new faces to the game and uh, it's been fun to experience that. Audio is terrible here. She seems to be enjoying the games. She's uh, she's a part of Chiefs Kingdom right now. It's uh, it's fun uh, seeing her enjoy the game of football, knowing that it's kind of new to her life. I'll have to ask. She's unbelievable. She's uh, she's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware too. I mean, I don't know if I brought too much to the game. I think I, I just go out there and have fun. You know, um, Taylor has an unbelievable fan base that uh, that follows her and supports her throughout her life. And uh, it's been fun to kind of gather the Swifties in the Chiefs kingdom and uh, open them up to uh, the, the football world and the sports world. And it's been cool to just experience all that. Um, I have heard some of it, yes, and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for uh, her to shake up the world when it finally drops. Oh, I can't give you anything. My, I leave, I leave, I leave that up to her. I was fortunate we uh, we landed in uh, Las Vegas just in time for me to turn it on on my phone and uh, catch her winning her thirteenth award, announcing her new album, and then uh, obviously the big one at the end, the album of the year for the fourth time, setting setting records. It was pretty amazing. Uh, I haven't. She had to jump right on a plane, so it's been crazy. She has a uh, she has an amazing love for life. So just uh, making sure that I check my ego at the door and and bring the right energy every single day. Right now, I'd probably say anti anti hero just because I hear it every single day. Yeah, she is absolutely the number one fan right now, and I I absolutely you know I love having her at every single game that she can make. Um, and we'll see. I, I don't plan anything after Super Bowl. My my focus is on trying to win this game. Everything afterwards would just fall in place. 
I've been to a Vegas wedding. Vegas weddings are out of control. Absolutely insane. I don't know if I'll ever have a Vegas wedding. <laughs> All right, so that's a lot of line of questions there, but we got a lot of tea. So Travis Kelsey, it's like, look, hey, the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Maybe you win the Super Bowl and walk all walk over to the Luxor and have I don't know, uh, you know, a, a fake Elvis Presley marry you. Why not? Right? Uh, that would be a sight to see. Well, as far as breaking news updates go, I don't know what I can share with you, but I have during this last clip received information from my lawyer regarding the uh, lawsuit that is filed against me in the LA Superior Court, that accusing me of harassing. Now, as you know, I've not just been accused of harassing Jane Doe in the court system. She's accused me of being a cyber harasser, a cyber bully, the types of, uh, you know, accusations nobody wants on their conscience, especially if they've done a lot of work to even protect Jane Doe's identity. Well, now what we're hearing is some wild stuff. You guys, uh, you guys are pretty aware of what's gone through my mental um, sort of, um, you know, my, uh, my my head when it comes to this this issue. Uh, on my baby moon, when I was traveling in the seas south of India, the South Indian seas, uh, visiting the Maldives, I was being threatened privately by Jane Doe. I was being threatened by her that if I don't stop making the content I'm making, she's going to sue me and for defamation and hit me with every extent of the law. And now what we have here today is that she wants to dismiss her case against me. So why is it that we have a system that can be abused. No, 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 not by me, the cyber bully, the cyber harasser, but by somebody that can take me to court and then at the last second say, oh, you know, never mind. As soon as she knows she wasn't going to win. We used to do this. We used to play Sega growing up. I had this game I called, I love called World Series Baseball. It was 1996, uh, maybe 98. I loved this game. You could play this baseball game, and in the ninth inning, if you were losing, you know what you could do on this baseball game? You could just pull the plug. You could pull the plug on the baseball game and you had no recourse whatsoever. You could just start this game the next day or you know what I mean? And that's kind of where we stand with Jane Doe. No recourse whatsoever. She can sue me for harassment, which by the way, I have lost friends over. You might not understand this, but not everybody, you know, people get weird. People get weird when they think you're on one side versus the other. And my own defending of myself, my reporting, my commentary and journalism has led to some people thinking, oh, I must be this pro-men's rights guy. I don't believe women. When all we've done and said every single step of the way is that we believe victims. We believe them. We want to hear their story, and we're okay with all of that. But with this weaponization of the victimhood, weaponization of people that actually, people like my mom, people that have actually gone through hell and back, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, my father was a PTSD guy from Vietnam. That's what it said on his death certificate when he finally passed. He died of PTSD and Agent Orange. The people that have to deal with real troubling characters that really have to do with issues of domestic violence and really have to deal with problematic behavior that seek out support systems, socialized medicine, socialized, and I say socialized, but it's, it's important to know that our tax dollars are what funds the FBI or what funds wellness checks or what funds uh, those that are there 
there to help and provide therapy for those that go through problems. It is people like Jane Doe that abuses the system, that not only is robbing my time and my livelihood and, and threatening me, but she's leeching upon the blood of those that actually need the help. Right. Because every time a domestic violence detective has to deal with one of her bogus phone calls, one of her bogus threats, bogus half baked, you know, accusations that she makes, that's a phone call that goes unanswered to people that actually need help. People that we really hope to support real victims. So as I'm preparing, as I'm preparing for her to dismiss this case against me, I will not stop talking. I will not stop sharing how bogus it's been for her to be able to get away with the lies, to get away with sharing faulty evidence, fraudulent ultrasounds, and trying to be deceptive and cancel people and all these different things. There's always a price that has to be paid for that. Now, do we want anything bad to happen to her physically, emotionally, or other? No, absolutely not. We want her to get the help. But in the meantime, when's enough is enough? When is it going to stop? You know, I just didn't know I'd be dealing with someone of this magnitude. I truly didn't. You know me, I live in a friendly world. These types of people don't exist in my world. Sadly, though, I have dipped into hers and we have seen what she is willing to go to, which is to not lose against me, but to take it as far as she can before dismissing the case. Absolutely rubbish, if you ask me. And the voicemails that we shared on today's Patreon are banana land. Not, 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 not voicemails, voice calls. We have all of the audio which was provided uh, by the flock. Shout out to the flock, who, by the way, doesn't ask for recognition. They've just done a great job of freedom of information requests and whatever the hell they have to do to get this public information. But if Jane Doe is to make a phone call to... Uh, the Scottsdale police or to the Broward County Sheriff of Florida or LA Superior Court District Attorney, wherever the hell she decides, that's public information and we got a hold of it. Here is somebody uh, that works with the FBI calling the Scottsdale Police Department to get a wellness check on Jane Doe after she made threats both publicly and privately to me, where she said, if I don't stop reporting on this story, the blood will be on my hands if she hurts herself. Psychological manipulation in our FBI tax dollars have been spent to try to get her help, even with her cries and her abuse and her misuse of the system. Have a listen to this. Again, this is the FBI doing a wellness check on Jane Doe. Hi, uh, my name is Hannah Clark. I'm calling from the FBI's National Threat Operations Center um, in West Virginia, and I'm calling to give you guys some pass on information and to request a welfare check on an individual in your AOR. For what address? Um, so it's going to be... Okay. And um, who are we checking on here? Um, the name provided on the tip is Janie Dodo Bird. I'm not yep. sure if you guys are familiar with her. Do you have a date of birth or anything on her? Um. Okay. And in case I lose you, what's the phone number for you? Um, our op center phone number is going to be. 
why are we checking out today? Um, so she put in an electronic tip. So she did one through uh, the FBI website, um, and it's a very long tip. She just talks about how she's being harassed and defamed online um, by other individuals. But there is one sentence that she puts in here where she makes, she states, um, I have written to Mr. Neal on at least two occasions, telling him that his false portrayal of me publicly has left me at times feeling borderline suicidal. Um, so it's for the vague suicidal comments. Okay. Do you know what it looks like? Um, I do not. Um, it seems like she has a history of making reports to the Scottsdale Police Department, from what I have found. Any but, mention of um, any weapons or anything that she could have, or are you aware of any? Mm -mm. No. Okay. When did you guys receive it, this tip? So we received this tip. Give me a second. I'll tell you the exact time and date. So it was today, 12-4 at 10.50 a.m. Okay. So, so it, um, yeah, you guys were like three hours ahead of or two? Sorry, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm in West Virginia. Okay. So it looks like, based on like research that I've done um, through Index, uh, it looks like on 11-7, um, you it looks it says Scottsdale PD did a welfare check on her previously for suicidal comments as well. Okay. All right. I'll send somebody out there. Do you want the officer to give you a call back? Uh, if he feels the need, he can call back the op center number. All I'll have to do is give her name. Um, and they should be able to pull up the uh, transaction, and they could add a note into it. Um, can I have your ID or your? Uh huh. It's B like boy eight five zero. You said B eight five zero. Yes. All righty. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, there it is. And look, I mean, I don't think this this specifically was a misuse of tax dollars. I think it's good that the FBI is taking it seriously. Now, what you have to remember is Jane Doe sent me an email privately. I remember where I was. I was in the laundry room at my parents' home, my childhood home. I was visiting family. It was the trip where I went to tell my parents that we were having a baby. It was an awesome trip. Okay. And again, this doesn't stain that trip whatsoever. I had a fantastic time with my wife and sharing with all of the, you know, all of the special people in my life, this very special moment. It was probably around midnight, 10 p.m., whatever time it was. I was getting ready to go to bed when I received this email. If you do not do this, uh, uh, by the so-and-so will be, the blood will be on your hands. I mean, we even Reality Steve read the line. The blood is on your hands, Dave Neal. So, so... I, I swallowed that. I took that from her, knowing that she's done this to multiple other victims. I've known she's done it to people she considered close to her as a manipulation tactic, and now she's doing it to me. So I knew I knew outright that she was unhinged doing this, but I knew it was manipulation. But it wasn't until she made the article about me about cyberbullying on Medium that she actually shared that publicly. And at that point, that's when the FBI got involved absolutely banana land. Well, as promised, I'll give you guys updates as soon as they come. Chances are the next podcast episode, I'm either in Los Angeles 
or Nashville, Tennessee, and you're going to know why. I'll have all of the updates for you. If you want to hear more of those phone calls from Scottsdale Police, I have them all on today's Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. I also want to specifically thank everyone who's been donating to the Venmo today. I've got Luis, Jacqueline, uh, just really amazing people. Eva, Dawn, you guys have been incredible. Thank you so much for all of the additional support. Devin and Allison, your donations are so kind. You don't need to. Just supporting the channel is so impressive, but I do appreciate everyone out there. Thanks again, and let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go out with a bang here. Let's play a little Toby Keith uh, and this is one of his last performances at the People's Choice Awards in 2023. Oh, I shouldn't say one of his last, but this is um, a very memorable one. And it's called Don't Let the Old Man In. Have a good day, everybody. I'm Dave Neal. This is Bachelor Rush Hour. Don't let the old man in. I won't some more Can't leave it up to him He's knocking on my door And I knew all of my life That someday it would end Get up and go outside don't let the old man in Yeah, many moons I have lived My body's weathered and warm Just ask yourself how would you be If you didn't know the day you were born Try to love on your wife and stay close to your friend Toast each sundown with wine Don't let the old man in If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.